Welcome to the Lunch Break, your bi-weekly bento box of Black Perspective, streaming to viewers live on YouTube and Twitter. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm joined by my co-host, Akis. And Black Ice, the Black Narrative. They finally got their name right today. Congrats. <laughs> we got a signal. <laughs> we practice. <laughs> it's good. Everyone, today's episode will be slightly different as we will be joined by the one and only Marcel Dixon, who ran for U.S. House to represent South Carolina's 6th Congressional District. Everyone, put your hands together for Marcel Dixon. All right. Hey, Marcel, thank you for joining the broadcast today. How you doing? I'm doing good, and thank you for having me back. Great. All right, we're going to get right into it. Let's get some back. All right, so... The, for the first topic is is about being on uh about being on code all right so the usa often uses the homosexual black community to, to attack black people as a whole many people on both sides believe that black empowerment and homosexuality cannot coexist marcel as someone who is homosexually astonishingly stomped down and uncompromisingly black and proud can you explain how these two can coexist? And I, I really think it's important because a lot of people get it confused and they think you have to be one or the other. It's only confusing for people who are coons. And, and I have never identified as being LGBTQ. Like that's just letters on the alphabet, of the alphabet for me. It was never, I never, ever, ever had any misconception about how the world views me and how I view myself. Nothing I do when my culture is LG from the LGBTQ. Everything I did in my culture from the different rice dishes, from the rain shout, from the blue bottle trees, from root, from the from the the, the language that I speak, you know, the words that we have that's Gullah Geechee, all of those things were from me being a freeman, a descendant of people who were enslaved by the American government. I think what happens a lot of our people, black in the black community, the black American community, some of them have experienced mistreatment because of being LGBTQ or appearing to be LGBTQ and because they associate that with the community as a whole and then they start to make their black identity secondary and they start to identify more with the LGBTQ because they feel that's where they're more accepted because they don't get sometimes the insulting comments or the they are not treated in a degrading manner by people who are of their same sexual orientation but that's also something i will talk about we'll get to later in this interview so you're saying that basically mm -hmm. people that are get, it's like a coon origin story they get ostracized for something they feel like <laughs> makes them feel different right <laughs> and then they move to that community it's like anime black people that watch anime they watch dragon ball Mm -hmm. A black dude runs up to him and say, "Oh, you nerdy ass nigga!" <laughs> and all like, of a oh, sudden, right. but, <laughs> then they go hang out with Asians. They permanent here. Exactly. Don't like black people. Well, okay, it's so like, like, or it's like the black girl who may have ran into a coon, and she's a beautiful dark skinned woman. But the guy might say something, oh, like, oh, you know, I don't really date 
black woman or you're beautiful, but I just don't like dark-skinned black women. Then all of a sudden, all black men have an issue with colorism. It's that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Or they get bit by, the, and then they get bit by the radioactive cool, and then they, you know, they get colorism, <laughs> they have super hairy, and everywhere you turn, they're there. So that's mm-hmm. what happens. And I want to talk about that. These same people, though, they have this incredible ability to forgive white people for everything. Right. You can believe that they grew up finding out about seeing the postcards with our people hanging from trees, okay, and our people being skinned alive. They know about the fact that a lot of us are living in poverty because of the federal government doing Jim mm-hmm. Crow, redlining, land theft, destroying our black Wall Streets. And somehow they forgive all of that. But a black person, maybe a few black people, say something ignorant or treats them in a manner that was despicable. And now all of a sudden, every black person is awful. I must disown my blackness mm-hmm. or put my blackness mm-hmm. in a secondary or tertiary position. And now I'm going to identify with this other group. It's really just an excuse to coom. Because I can tell you, growing up, I had plenty of awful, degrading, I guess we will say homophobic things said and done to me that were awful. But the people who did that were wrong. Okay, they did it. The black community mm-hmm. didn't do it. It was just idiots who happened to be black. And because most black Americans grow up and live around and spend most of their time around other black Americans, the people who were most likely to do things to me that were awful are going to be black. But on the other side, the people who were the most compassionate, most accepting, most protective of me, most loving were black as well. And these right. people always forget that side of the story. And they're not going to tell me that side of the story doesn't exist. Every gay black person I knew, especially their black American, had a cousin or cousins who was like, I don't give a damn how he or she is. You ain't going to mess with my cousin. So they forget about that side of the story. All we got to hear about is how black people are so awful. Yet they will go around white people who calls them slaves and wants to mm-hmm. defecate on them, all this disgusting stuff. And they let them do it, by the way. And yet they can forgive all of that. So I don't buy the sob stories. I don't accept it. And that's a good point. Uh, the How they have uh, the ability to forgive uh the people that are really causing our community harm right but they, um they're just like perpetuating white supremacy that that uh that uh let's paint all black people with a broad brush and i also think it goes back to the parenting as well because we joke in our community i went mm-hmm. to school with payless shoes on one day i got made fun of so hard and I didn't run from the black community I learned right. how to joke back but it's also because I had a very authentic black american upbringing and i know we snap you know you hear that they've been roasted his whole life (laughs) (laughs) i mean i've gotten roasted before like one time i was i was tired of waiting for my brother to cut my hair so i tried to cut my own hair and i i don't know i must have used two different guards and i went to school and the kids roasted me now the good news is the first girl that saw it though she was like who cut your hair She's like, put a hat on. She was trying to find me a hat. By the time she found the hat, someone else saw it. It was too late. But the thing is, though, it was, yeah, it could have been hurtful. I didn't think that as being hurtful. I know that being teased about how a person of this sexual orientation is a different matter because there are people who, there, there are those exceptions where some people have been victims of violence. 
I myself never experienced that. I mean, I did experience, you know, uh, like my father said, very degrading, very hurtful things, things that did psychologically scar me to this day I am. But I never once took that out on the black community. I never once said my father is the face of the black community because even though my father was being a jerk, my uncles, my older male cousins, my uh, grandfather, all of them thought the world of me and never treated me any differently. So I can't speak for everyone's experience. What I can say is that a lot of times these people are just coons and they want to reason the coon or they are just people who are traumatized and somehow the black community is responsible for all their trauma and not that individual. Yet, if you say anything bad about the LGBTQ community, these people will jump on you. I can tell you mm -hmm. a lot of gay people, black gays I'm speaking about, are nasty, are mean, are very prone to starting drama and conflict, which is one of the reasons why I have always avoided the quote unquote gay scene, like gay clubs and stuff like that, because there's always a lot of conflict, it's always a lot of violence, and this is actually research supported. This is not black gays, this is gays, LGBTQ in general. The men or men, man with man relationships tend to have much higher levels of violence than man or woman relationships, but because we are a small fraction of couples it doesn't get a lot of attention but i will never say that's all lgbtq people but if you say that around these people who think they're lgbtq first they will jump all over you yet they have no problems blinking in the black community mm -hmm. with by the actions of one two three four or five people so it's a double standard i have a right. very it's a serious question but this is like even even more serious and uh, i hope you don't get offended by it but no I don't who's more sassier a gay black man or a black woman <laughs> <laughs> the men are because usually, <laughs> usually the women are um i guess and i don't use this terminology but studs and studs mm usually try to overcompensate for the fact that they are a woman by being as masculine as they can be. Whereas if a man is gay and he's what people will consider effeminate, he mm -hmm. usually overcompensates with that by being of what they call a full-blown queen. And um, so <laughs> sometimes, so it's the men by far, the men by far. All right. but well, yeah, you, that's a great conversation. Akis or Black Ice, you got any questions? Yeah, uh, well, go ahead, man. Yeah, you 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 bring up some really good points as far as um, uh, uh, the Black uh, uh, LGBT community just using it as the, an opportunity to cune. Because when you look across different groups of people, uh, that kind of uh, vitriol against people that 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 are uh, homosexual is seen across the whole entire world. So. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering how can we kind of call out the fact that they are using this as an opportunity to go against, uh, uh, you know, whatever blackness, whatever they have wrong with blackness and uh, 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 use it as an opportunity to coon. Because in the media, you see the, the, the a lot of pushing of the LGBT agenda and everything. So how do we mend this kind of uh, uh, war between LGBT uh, black community and the be first community by understanding that coons exist in all communities the difference is though a lot of coons even though 
some of them get the block, like, you know, like um, a Roland Martin, for example, Roland Martian, as I call mm-hmm. them. But uh, a lot of coons are just people you see every, I don't consider coons people, but for the sake of this discussion, they're just individuals you see every single day. You know, you see them at the store, you see them at the movie cinema, they don't matter to anyone, right? Mm-hmm. But however, with people in the LGBTQ community, they are, like you said, are part of a community that is pushing an agenda. And even though I don't like this guy, Herschel Walker's son, Chris Walker, you know, talk about sassy. What's <laughs> wrong? Here's how you can measure the level of sassiness in the LGBTQ community. If a black guy is going around doing cartwheels and can do full bone splits, sassiness <laughs> is off the meter. So that's how you like you can't contend with their sassiness. And every time you see them, they have a Starbucks drink. That's like top-notch sassiness. Like even I can't compete with that. So Christian Walker, <laughs> though, to his point, though, he says something that was really true. He was like, mm. "I sleep with men, but don't have to say I'm LGBTQ. I'm not gonna be a part of a community that is trying to to drag queens every time for cameras and you know, trying to do classes about uh, self-pleasuring and this crazy stuff." So when you meet a black person, though, who is willing to promote those things, of course, they're going to be given a platform. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this, though. I do feel the spirit to say this. Most black, gay black men or bisexual black men that I know, I have met plenty, are not. They are usually just as on cold as heterosexual cops. But the ones that are coons, they are given that platform, just like in a heterosexual community. The same way you got coons who are always allowed to go on television and speak for us, but they're really not speaking for us. The same thing happens with the LGBT community. And the number one thing you gotta call it out. I don't don't be afraid of people calling you homophobic. I've been called homophobic mm-hmm. and I'm definitely gay. And people say that mm-hmm. about me. Don't fall for those shaming tactics. Okay, if mm-hmm. we fall for that. We won't be allowed to say anything. When I say that the American government owes us reparations, some people tell me, oh, you're anti-white. I didn't say a thing about white people. Those are all called shaming tactics. You cannot shame me in America, a country that has had no shame when it comes to abusing, mistreating, and terrorizing black people. So when America finally feels shame about not paying us reparations and they finally pay us, then maybe I'll consider feeling shame about calling out coonery among any community. A black person right. who is Muslim, Catholic, LGBTQ, all of the above. We have to call it out. No one should be exempt. A black mm. woman should not be exempt from being called out her coonery. A black man should not be exempt. A black person who considers himself LGBTQ should not be exempt. That's how we call it out. Name and shame. Yeah. Mm. And that's right. a beautiful point. It's basically uh, a lot of black people are trying to find which way they intersect with the dominant society. Mm-hmm. Some people intersect on a political philosophy. Someone, some might intersect based on a sexual preference, but they're trying to find that way to enter, they find that commonality or build rapport with the dominant society to kind of be like, well, don't whip on me. I'm the good, I'm one of the good Negroes. And they kind of they way up into, hey. that, uh, mm-hmm. into that club. It's, it's more to it than that too. Also, I've had people who are gay and who are on call, who are reparationists. They will write me and say, why do you act like you don't see or hear the homophobic things that some members, some of our people who are for reparations say? Because I don't give a damn. I really don't give mm-hmm. a damn. I hear them say a lot of, I hear people say a lot of ignorant stuff. I hear people make fun of people who are overweight. 
I hear people say things that are sexist. I hear people say things that are that reeks of misandry. I hear people say a lot of things that I wish in which I do not agree. I am not here to fight every single battle. Like I tell mm -hmm. people, I'm not here to solve the problem of racism. I'm here to make sure we get the reparations we're owed. That applies in every subject. I'm not here to deal with body shaming. I'm not here to deal with homophobia. I'm not here to deal with misandry. I'm not here to deal with misogyny. I am here to stay focused on reparations. So I tell them that some of them don't like it, but you see, I'm not gonna make an exception for, for homo homophobia. Those things, I, do I condone those things? No, but am I, do you see a red cape and a red S on my chest? No, I am here for reparations. I'm not gonna go down every rabbit hole that you dig for me. And I also say to people, when they, when they, when, and sometimes they'll screenshot comments or they'll take an audio clip and send it to me and say, you were right there, you didn't say nothing. No, I didn't, because I don't give a damn. They, I mean, I've had people tell me who are for reparations, I'm gonna go to hell. It didn't bother me. I said, let's make sure you donate to me. And that's it. Like, just <laughs> donate in my campaign. Like, I don't care. I'm not saying it's okay. But what I find funny is when they do that, even then, they're making my point for me. It's not even a majority of our people saying these type of things or being this way. It's a small minority. Why do you mm. want me to condemn the majority or scold the majority for what a small minority is doing? People are jerks. People are going to be jerks. Deal mm. with that. But don't dare try to conflate the reparations movement with homophobia because it's it's just not true. Hey, this that, is what I right. like about Marcel. We gotta change we gotta move on to the next topic. But what I like about Marcel okay. is he'll bring everything back to reparations. Mm. <laughs> you talk about astrophysics. Like, I love astrophysics and they need to use quantum mechanics to bring my reparations. I love that mm -hmm. Marcel and right. don't play about the reparations. All right, well. We're gonna we're gonna have a slice of pie right now. Uh, in, in recent news, or in the current culture, black culture, mm -hmm. we're seeing a bifurcation, right? Um, and the question I have is: Are we delineating ourselves out of a healthy dialogue? And I'm gonna pass to Akis, yeah, <laughs> to to explain that further. So this is a really kind of um, interesting uh, uh, topic for me. Uh, first off, I would say growing up in uh, the Hebrew Israelite community, we kind of have uh, a different way of viewing the black diaspora. You have, of course, uh, the diaspora from uh, uh, Africa, from the continent. And then you have those that are descended from the transatlantic slave trade. You know, not to kind of separate ourselves from our brothers and sisters on, on the continent, but to kind of, uh, looking to the frame in which I've kind of grown up viewing the black experience. And, you know, I'm born and raised in Georgia. Uh, and growing up, the first time I ever left the deep South was maybe when I was about uh, 15 going to New York. And I never actually had a chance to leave. Yeah, I never had a chance to leave the United States. But I have a Caribbean background. So even though I have uh, an American accent, you know, I don't speak Patois, I still have a, that kind of uh, a Caribbean background and, and, and interact with a lot of Caribbean people. And of late, I've been noticing that there's been a large rift uh, within the black community, of course, with, um, you know, and we got coons on all sides, you know, within, uh, uh, within and outside of the FBA community. 
but I've noticed of late that uh, uh, some people take things uh, uh, to a kind of an extreme point when it comes to the cooning. And I guess uh, uh, I'm talking uh, about me. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm, I'm definitely extremist. No, no, no. But when I say as far as you know, uh, uh, because a lot of our people, you know, in the islands, in South America, in these different places, do coon. Oftentimes what occurs is people take their experiences with people from these places and kind of uh, 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 blow it up so that anybody that's descended from these places has that kind of stigma to them. Now me, I might, uh, 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 my, my, my people might've been enslaved in the West Indies, but I still have that commonality with the FBA as far as being a descendant of slaves. We're both, uh, 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 enslaved by the anglo-saxons as well and i have uh, an english last name from slavery as well so there's a lot of different uh uh things that we kind of uh, uh have a similarity on as far as all black folk that are descended from the transatlantic slave trade so my question to you uh uh, uh mr marcel dixon is how do we kind of mend this relationship between uh, 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 the FBA and the non-FBA and try to kind of quell this uh, 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 back and forth that's been going on. And Marcel, before you answer that, I want to ask you, how does it feel to be asked a question by a mummy? Is this a, is this a <laughs> time? I happening? imagine it's the first. <laughs> that's a little weird, but that's okay. Maybe a hollow man. I don't like fear, though. It's a little like a hollow man outfit, but no, it's okay. It's cool. So, at least, uh, let me, one thing you're seeing, and I'm glad it's finally being recognized, is Black American rage. I am, one thing that makes me mad as hell is when I turn on the news and you hear them talking about the rage of the white working class. White people are mad? What? What? Why? If, tell me as a, as a group, what do white Americans have to be upset about? Okay, yeah, they could be upset about the fact that politicians suck, but even then, white people are usually the group that everyone's going to think about not wanting to take off. Who has more reasons to be enraged than a black American, a descendant of American slaves? Now people are realizing our rage. And it's really sometimes it's coming out. And look, sometimes when you are fighting for your life, you're going to take a few swings, may hit some people that are just trying to break the fight up or buy on your side. That's going to happen. But I don't think that's happening for the most part. I think it, we, we are deleting ourselves out of abusive relationships. Here's what has happened. Historically, Black immigrants and their descendants have looked like us, talked like us, have our mannerisms, eat the same foods as us even. And then you go to their home and you hear their mother has a different accent. You're like, where is she from? Like, oh, you didn't know I'm from my, my parents are Afro, my parents are Cuban. And you think, oh, I thought she was Black American. No. Now, what has happened is I can give you dates. Black Americans, we moved to Ethiopia to fight against the Italians that were invading them. At that same time, we were going through race massacres in America. We still went over and helped them fight against the Italians. We helped stop apartheid in South Africa by putting pressure on the U.S. government to sanction us, which the United Nations then pretty much encouraged other nations to do the same. We helped stop the invasion of Mozambique and Angola. Some of the first independent fighters 
of the of the African continent were educated in HBCUs. Instead, that was because of the fighting spirit of Black Americans that is that motivated them to continue fighting. When they tried to invade Haiti, Black soldiers could have really been charged with mutiny. They said we were not going to participate. Like we've been good brothers and sisters to the diaspora and to the people of the African continent. When has that ever been returned to us? So now in America, I you can Google this and find proof. We just had an example of this with Othon Dean, who was murdered in Texas by that um that old um that that uh, Dollar Tree uh, virgin Barbie doll who um shot and killed him in his apartment. His parents have now started a scholarship for black people. No. Caribbean Americans. Now, mm. you go and look up Black American scholarships, it's going to be for anyone Black. But you can find scholarships for Cuban Americans, Jamaican Americans, and I know because mm. I tried to get one for my mother and I got to the bottom, it said Jamaican Americans only. But when we do things, it's for everyone. You can go and Google organizations for uh, Asian Americans, Bahamian Americans, like Miami alone has at least 15 Bahamian American organizations. But when Black Americans, the Central American states, we just do it, we say Black for everyone. So we are now saying, okay, you know what? Everyone does things for their own group. That's cool. So now we're doing the same. And now that we're doing the same, people are saying, oh, we are being divisive. No, we're not. We're not being divisive. We're being self-interested first. It's been a first rule of nature, self-preservation, where everyone's been in that rule except the Black Americans, and now we are. Now, that doesn't mean you have to work against other groups, because I'm running for office. I, my platform is Repair Black Americans and Fix America. So obviously, I have platforms for all Americans, but first and foremost, I'm gonna look out for my own people. Black people do it all the time, you know I say nothing? So we should do it, and that's what I think is happening. Okay, well, um, I, I definitely do agree with uh, the point as far as, you know, definitely having uh, Black Americans be able to build a more of an infrastructure for themselves as far as, you know, scholarships and, of course, reparations and all these different things. Um, I, I feel where sometimes the conversation gets conflated or gets, you know, a bit diluted is when, you know, that, that kind of, uh, uh, which... You know rightfully so that uh, a rage against you know people from different places uh starts to seep into other things like for instance uh, uh me you know being caribbean uh the, the way i see it is i'm black first i'm really not into nationalities like that as far as american jamaican all these different places i view myself as just black first and yet if um you know, some people get a bit too far when it comes to being upset with uh, 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 the rest of the diaspora to the point where you could be saying certain points that uh, are, you know, pro-black and everything. But because, you know, you are, uh, in my case, Caribbean or what you know people would call a tether, all, already there's that wall kind of built up, you know, socially so that we're not able to work together as efficiently to fulfill the goals of, uh, 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 I guess, blacks across the diaspora, but you know, also within America as well. So sometimes I feel like uh, there's a breakdown of communication that's going on. And of course, you know, somebody like uh, like like you, 
would know where that line kind of ends but some people don't know where that 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 balance exactly. is right it depends on whom you speak with and that's what i think like the word tether some people are figuring out a context and using it to describe in person who's not a free man background but no tether really means a person who's not a free man or a foundation black american who is a cool it's like mm-hmm. there's a international just a black person from another place that's a coon if you're a black american or foundation black america or freeman you are just a coon so no i think what has happened i think i'm going to need because i hear this before what i say is to all of my black immigrants who are on cold and their children i need them to talk to their people and say okay if you are the get them to be black if you're black first why are you up in black america saying oh this scholarship is only for afro-cubans or you are putting your cuban identity first like a lot of afro-latinos they like to talk about somehow, oh we black too we black too okay no you're not because you put your latinidad first you're out there talking about you want illegal immigrants to get citizenship because some of your relatives are in the country legally that's going to hurt the freeman community, the black American community. So in that case, you're not being black first, you're putting black last in your immigrants as first. And that does happen. And that's why even when like me being LGBTQ, people sometimes say, oh, are you moving another identity first? Because that is what happens sometimes with black people are not black Americans. They put other identities first and then their loyalty ends up with the other identity, not the black identity which in america is black american freedom. Mm. so do i gotta ask do you feel like there's a danger of of us uh perpetuating tribalism throughout this uh and, and, and because right now we have a lot of the internet allows everybody to talk and there's a lot of in my opinion a lot of village idiots talking and uh, to uh keith's point it's like they don't know what that that line is and one of my fears is black americans and our rightful anger we have every right to be angry we have every right to be upset with all these people that want to step on our backs to grab you know some pennies or some crumbs off the table we have every right but what we should not do is create our own form of tribalism because tribalism is how we got conquered in the first place from not being able to work together so do you think that's a fear a, 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 a realistic fear because a lot of people are ex- expressing that they, they might not say it in that way but they're like hey black americans are creating a tribe and, and and pushing everybody out i think what we're, we're pushing out the coons and we're pushing out together who should have been pushed out all the time ago you see the problem with black american society freeman is we we never had a time when we said we're gonna purge the coon. Like I read about the history of Haiti. And one of the things the Haitians did, anyone that was not participating in the revolution, the Haitians killed. Like no coons won't be around, okay? Mm-hmm. Black Americans, we never did that. So the coons were allowed to grow alongside us, live alongside us, and work against us, which they did. So we're pushing out the coons and the tethers. Now, yes. I think with any movement, there are going to be people who are going to take things to maybe a point where it's harmful to the movement. And some people are not going to have the right narrative because they have the intention, they have the motives, but their narrative is off. But 
we have to be wise enough to realize, okay, maybe this person is off. Let me investigate for myself what this is really about. That's mm -hmm. why I've been encouraging all of us, including black immigrants who say they are on call with us to run for office. Because when you run for office, you really got to put what you stand for out there. Whatever you stand for, popular, unpopular, it's going to be mm -hmm. out there. I run for office and everybody knows my stance on things, whether it's popular or not. But I, I don't and I, I don't think I think black Americans, we've worked with other groups for centuries and have never gotten that cooperation in return. I think it's time for other groups to say to us, hey, we want to work on your behalf. And instead of coming to you saying, hey, you're delineating and you're probably going to cut out allies. Let me come to you with some tangibles with some specific action I've done on your behalf. And I want you to see this and see that I'm working on your behalf. And then we will gladly welcome that person in as an ally. I think that has to happen. Now, vetting has really been up. The ante has been up with the vetting process and it should have happened a long time ago. And that's a great point because you see this with Pan-Africans, like Pan-Africanism mm. has taken a huge L in all of this. And what you see a lot of Pan-Africanists say is, well, black Americans, you can't do this and you can't do that. It's like, when are you going to talk to the Africans? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Pan-Africanism is dead if Africans don't love Africa. <laughs> if yeah. they're not fighting for Africa, what the hell are you asking me to do? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, we were getting that debate earlier today. It's, it, it has to be both sided. I, uh, crypto key, um, who look like a fitness model over here. He said he feel like it's one sided. <laughs> it's true. Mm -hmm. Um, it is one sided. It's been one sided for way too long. So once again, uh, the energy, the fire. If you if you're good intention or well intentioned, and you're not a Black American, you you should understand this fire, mm -hmm. and you should be regulating your community and letting people know, like, hey man, you coon in. Uh, you you need to ostracize your coons just like we ostracize our coons, and once yeah. we do that, you know we'll be in a healthier space. But if people want to feel like they they they're gonna take up for their coons because they have the same ethnicity, then you gotta take this heat with the coons that you're uh, protecting. There, there Any definitely needs, thoughts on that? Yo, there definitely needs to be a, a, a conversation across the aisle, and there needs to be. Uh, and for anybody listening, that's 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 you know uh, uh, non FBA, you know, any black non FBA people listening, there has to be reaching out. We gotta definitely reach out to 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 uh, uh, black Americans and have that conversation and have that aid uh, uh, to come across in order for it to 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 be mutual. Uh, but another point I feel needs to be honed in on as well is, I believe, the culture of cooning is so prevalent amongst blacks across the world and people like us people that are b1 are a minority in any community now you might have more powerful hitters in different places but we definitely are a minority overall so uh uh we definitely need to keep in mind that 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 kunin is very much so prevalent and it's a war you know against all coons whether they're from america the caribbean South America, Africa, we got to figure out a way to stomp out this cooning culture that 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 has been embedded in us through all these uh, uh, through all these years. But Keith, to a point, if I go to Nigeria and I start talking against the Yoruba and the Igbo and I get in that, they're gonna chop my head off. Yeah. So you know, it's 
we've let people come here and talk against our interests and we've been we've been letting it happen so well, yeah we've been too lax about it so mm-hmm. it's like kind of bringing that energy but at the end of the day not to harp on the harp on the topic but basically everybody needs to start regulating their own coons and when you're in when we're in another black person's land we need to respect their land and not try to sabotage them when you go to Most another definitely. black man's struggle and then you're working with his enemy to destabilize him then what you really deserve is something i can't say on youtube but you you deserve what every ruler does when they take power like they said to Haley, people deserve something similar to that i'm gonna in this uh segment on what crypto key is saying um um shamar moore says because those tethers from other places insert them into real black situations doesn't matter where you're from if you have a b1 mindset the goal is aligned that is absolutely okay uh and a billion dollar smile had one comment that i want to trace back uh touch back on he said i would like deeper clarity on the code how many of them because from what i can interpret the code is just not publicly dogpiling another black man or talking points from outside your influence if anyone wants to touch on this you can i just wanted to say the code is the agenda and mm-hmm. if you are a black person that's against the agenda you do need to be dog piled on you need to be dog piled on and you need to be taken out to the trash does anyone else uh have anything to add to that no but i mean but i see what he was I, I see what he was saying though he was say he didn't say don't dog pile on. he said just don't dog pile outside of the community and i guess a good example of that would be uh like you know i guess uh tariq been on, been on the press run lately right he'd be on the different platforms and I noticed, like, sometimes the interviewer might ask a legit question, maybe about coons within our community, but he but he won't address them on their platform, which, you know, I will, I had to give him credit for that. You know what I mean? That's something you keep in-house. So yeah. I, th- I think that what crypto, crypto Key is saying, like, I don't think he's saying you shouldn't doll pile on them at all. Like, this where you do it. I mean, because something you do be believe, do need to in-house. Right, keeping things in-house. Okay. All right, cool. Well, we're going to delineate onto My- the next segment. <laughs> All right, so it's 2035. Black <laughs> Americans get reparations. Black eyes? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I just step in. Um, I I believe, well, one thing that Marcel and I can agree on, agree on that we do deserve reparations. Totally agree with that part. I do believe one day we will get it. I do disagree with how we're going to get it. You know, um, I read through Marcel's plan. Now, what can what I will say about Marcel's plan? I did like his plan a lot better than the California Reparations Task Force mm-hmm. uh, by far, because you know the, the, the report they released two months ago. From what I'm, from what I've been reading lately, for the all summer long, they're not asking for money; they're asking for programs and asking for integration, which to me is not reparations at all. Um, I do like the fact that Marcel's plan does put a dollar uh, dollar figure on it, with, you know, which is which is good. I like the way. He, and not only he just put a figure on it, uh, I don't know if y'all been to his website and actually been through it. He has to have the formula of how you get that number. So I will give him props on that. Uh, but what I do disagree at with him, though, I feel like the one flaw between Marcel and the California uh, task force, I think they had the same flaw within their plans. I feel like, you know, you're not asking for power, you know, within it all. Like, it's one thing asking for money, but to me, is we should we don't need this money alone we need the power that comes with it 
and and, and then I don't believe in I don't think we can have separate you can't have reparations without separation you know because we know I don't think we can vote ourselves out of oppression so that's that's my view on it you uh, one you don't ask for power you demand it and reparations is how we get power the only thing that keeps black americans from power is the fact that we don't have resources we are owed, and we're not asking for reparations either we're demanding it and we're going to get it we're definitely going to get it before 2035 okay and another thing is oh you i'm a bet you don't follow me off because i'm a big separationist my plan is reparations deportations protections Delineation, separation, elimination. The separation is a big part platform. And in my plan, actually. Hey, Marcel, I don't want to stop you, people. but can you see if, like, maybe turning your uh, video off? Because you're you're really skipping right now, and this is really good points. Oh, yeah. Can you see okay. if taking your video off will make you better? Wait. At the bottom, it should show you the ability to turn your video off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if it sounds smoother. Okay. Can you keep it off and talk and see if it helps? Sure. Give me one. Okay. Black Ice, you about to get this work, man? I gotta, I gotta have it with no static. You about to get this work? What you were saying? I'm like, yeah, we can hear you. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try it one more time. Okay, um, I was saying, let's start from the beginning. I was saying this could be good. No, it's still yeah, skipping. It's still kind of choppy. It's very choppy. Okay, okay. I was saying you don't ask for power, you demand. Okay, the thing that keeps Black Americans from getting power is the fact that preparations. Hey Marcel, so it's, it's, right it's, it sounded really bad. I think the white man's trying to um, get your internet. Well, um, I, mean, I, I, I want I, you to get right, the, black eyes. You, you need to get yeah. this heat. If, it's, no, if you, I, was to, I was about to say I, I, I agree. I'm glad that he mentioned um, this. Uh, he said he's a separatist, uh, separationist because. That part I did not know about Marcel, which I do agree with. Mm -hmm. But I do want to finish. We gotta let him finish. We gotta. We got. You gotta get all the work. Okay, yeah. let's see if it's working. I'm gonna try this again. You know who's this guy? Yeah, it's it's messed it up. You want to try to drop off and drop back on real quick? Okay. Hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he said he was a separationist, which is uh. Which you know, which is something new that you heard about. Um, mm -hmm. What do you What are your thoughts on that, Black Eyes? While we're waiting, I well, I totally agree because uh, it's funny you said that because I just read an article yesterday about the tricky meeting that Michael Mex had with the with the Ku Klux Klan, mm -hmm. and, and that's the yeah. point he wanted to make to them because he was like, "Yo, y'all keep saying segre segregation, like, no, I want separation." Yeah. And one thing I agree with Malcolm on when he said separation, he promoted his own nation, and that's I believe. So I want to get Marcel's definition of separation. Like, do you mean separation is in our own nation, or you mean separation or are we still under the U.S. government? It's good, y'all. 
it's 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 kind of better. Let's just try to go. We need we need your wisdom. Keith says the male man is trying to stop Marcel Dixon from speaking facts. Yes, he is. He's about to drop these truth bombs. But yeah, that I I also feel that same way. Like if we're that's why Pan Africanism needs to be the ultimate goal. All right, Marcel's back. Okay, so um, I was. How's this? Uh -uh. I'm not sure what is going on with the connection. Well, it's storming in my area, so that has to do with it. It's just bad way, but it's it's really coming down. You probably can't hear it. Yeah, so. Let's let's try one more time. Let's see with the, with the camera okay. off. Let's see if we can yeah. disconnect real quick and come back on from the internet. Hold on. Okay, Perfect. sounds good. It just for you all that don't know, typically a lot of internet connections there is a congestion point. It's either in the neighborhood at your node or it's at the your your carrier's. Uh, I, I thought I thought he borrowed your American Online disc. And it ran yeah. out of hours. I mean, I don't know. Uh, even American <laughs> American Online's a software. I'm talking about the hardware side. <laughs> I, mean, I would say you try to clean it up, but I mean, yo, Dallup is Dallup, all right? Dallup is Dallup in 2022, Jay. Man, <laughs> clean clean up your hair, man. You need to go get that edge. You need to get that trim. Hey. I, need, I need I need the FBA hair uh, hairline. <laughs> <laughs> that would have went a long time ago, bro. You ain't got, you ain't got no shit. With, with, with the body out, with the body chalk outline. Oh, you, you you got you got a chance of a George Jefferson FBA hairline. <laughs> yeah, you see, he's talking with the cap on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm repping X. All right, this, Marcel's like back. It sounds yeah. better now. Yeah. Okay. Everybody be quiet. I don't know how long it's going to last. Internet's bad here. James Clyburn. I saw two. So anyway, no, I was saying that, well, like I said, you don't you don't ask for power. You demand it. He's never going to give you power. Okay? Mm -hmm. But the federal government, they do need our votes. Okay? And they, the political parties know they need our votes, and that's what we want to leverage. But not just that, I'm running for office, like I'm encouraging most of us to do, so we can get the power because we're not going to get reparations without that. Once we get reparations, we're going to do what we have historically done we're going to naturally separate. After the Civil War, when we had our 40 acres of new for a short bit of time, Black Americans said we did not want to be around white Americans. And even during Reconstruction, we built Black Wall Streets. We weren't trying to be around white people. We would come to our neighborhood. Okay, and completely destroy them. So separation is going to naturally happen, and that's something I completely support. Because I'm a big separationist. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's see, that's one thing. You said the only way we can get it is through the, the leverage and voting. And that's what I disagree on, because I, I feel like you know, we know the government lied to us all the time. They had a history of lying to us. They got a history of breaking contracts. And I feel like the reason why we haven't received reparations and everybody else has except us because we never had leverage. We didn't have some type of power to make them because, like, to my knowledge, throughout history, every time you had the dominant society, like white supremacy, to make them buy down to something, we had to, to force them to do it. 
And I feel like the only way we get our power back is the same way they took it, which is by by force, not not, not through the voting system. Because to me, you're still using that system. Now, as far as you know, in the past, like to your point, because like I did visit Tulsa, you know, what I mean, and talk to the people there and the history of Black Wall Street, and like I say, we had them in other places like Rosewood and other places as well. But to me, you saw what happened there. To me, that wasn't true separation because you were still under the American system, and so you saw what happened when they had their own money being on that same system. What happened? They got violent and then they destroyed them. So it wasn't, a, it wasn't a really, a, to me, a true separation to me is, is governing our own selves. So one thing I can say about these Uwish people over there in Palestine, right? They didn't just get money. They got their own nation. And that's what it's going to take for us. So I don't believe that we can get a U.S. dollar and still be on their system and still have our freedom that we want. I, I don't think they can coincide like that, in my personal opinion. I will say this. We do have a homeland, Black Americans, right here. This, this is our homeland right here. And I will say this, the American South, where I encourage all of us to return to, especially Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, and Maryland, states where we are already 30% and above of the population, we need to have a region where we have control. Third thing, you have to remember, one of the reasons why both parties in reality wanted to keep black Americans from having full voting rights is because they knew once we had a say in who gets what seat, they knew we would have the opportunity to put people that are on code in office. What we've been doing with our votes is stupidity. We've been putting vote blue no matter who in office and they've been giving us their behinds to kiss while giving Ukrainians and Afghani refugees and illegal immigrants, LGBTQ, ABCB3, whatever, giving them all the policies. What we need to do is use our votes more wisely. Now that's why I'm running. If I had enough people in my district that knew about me, like my platform, which is it takes time, and they voted me to Congress, it will make a huge difference and I'm just one person. Now imagine if throughout the whole nation we started getting our people on cold and they voted for uh, several of us on cold to get to Congress. That right there will give us the power we need to push legislation through. Don't say it doesn't work that way. It works that way for every other group. It only does work that way for us because no one ever, no one ever does policies for us and we don't demand them to do so. So instead of us trying to get policies from them, I am running on a platform that we all need to have where we run to replace them. And separation, I agree. We definitely need to have a force to protect what's ours. Black Americans make up more than our share of the population in the military. We have a lot of veterans. We have a lot of people with military experience. We have a lot of people who just got those hands, men and women. We can definitely protect now what we have. I encourage us all to be well-armed and to be well-trained. If we weren't about that life, we will be exterminated right now. The fact that we're still here shows that we'll be just fine once we get what we're owed and we build our own. Yeah, and, just... and also, when we talk about like separation and the black ice, uh, you know, you could sign paperwork and say black america's own nation but that's not going to stop them from coming across the train tracks with guns there's nothing that's the the thing that stops um israel from being attacked is that you know they're like we need israel it's a strategic thing 
if we have our own land, our own territory, we're still going to get attacked. We have to be able to be willing to defend it at all odds. And we need to stomp out any collab uh, collaborators with our enemies. Yeah. That's another thing. We'd be having collaborators all up in the mix, all chilling around. And, you know, we got to take them to the trash can. So any parting thoughts? We had you for a long time, Marcel. Yeah. I don't want to hold up any more of your time. Yeah. Take up any more of your time. Well, I, actually, I had thoughts? a... Yeah, I just want to add oh, on to that. Oh, he wants to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I want to add on to that because, yeah, my thing is the flaw is still be, still believing in the voting system because you're still not demanding the, the – because to your point, Jay, yeah, when I say be our own nation, that includes having your own army. That means that includes having your own government to govern yourself. I just don't believe we can have our own city, like say our own Black Wall Street again, but still be up under the, the control of the U.S. government. Like it had to be a true separation, not this whole – their own neighborhood under the U.S. government. I don't foresee that as a, as true operations to me. To me, it's having our own land. And that if a black, if, if America is home, right, like Marcel say, do you want to stay home and still be under the white man, or do you see it being home and you still want to be friends with him and still running under the U.S. dollar and still running under their system, under their laws? Because to me, true operations to me is having our own separate nation, separate laws separate place completely away from the enemy. We can't, I can't, we can't live in peace with them. You prove that it can happen like that way. So, um, I can't control what you believe. And I also, if you want to start your own nation, I may come there for vacation, but the America <laughs> is my homeland and my nations have not people. If it wasn't for black Americans, like Abraham Lincoln said, the United States would have been defeated. Okay, 200,000 of us, not trained, given the worst weapons, no food, put in the most dangerous positions. And Abraham Lincoln said it was because of us that we were able to defeat the Confederacy. Even generals of the Union Army who were anti-Black said the Negro soldiers were the best fighters ever. We can definitely do it. What we have to do is control a region, which is the South for us, we can live wherever we want to live. The truth of the matter is, uh, what is it that white people like the most? Okay, generally speaking, that's power. You got yeah, yo, that's in the Republicans. Okay. the Republicans. And both of them want power. The Democrats get desperate when they think black Americans are not satisfied and they start breaking out the collard greens and the fit fives and the hidden ones, you know, all that little stereotypical stuff. And some of us are not mature enough to realize that's not policies. So what we got to do is get our people to the point they realize we got to demand policies. We have to run for office and be the people to do those policies. However, the point is though, both parties recognize Black Americans help determine who's in power. And as long as they want power, we are people who will be necessary to the system. Hell, if the, the truth of the matter is this, we need to be the ones at the seat having the power to make the policies. Like I said, I'm not against anyone saying and my nation, but America is my homeland, my nation. And one thing that we have not done eminent domain. Most black Wall Streets were not destroyed by violence, believe it or not. A lot of them were, but a lot of them weren't. For example, in Texas, there was a black Wall Street in Texas in what is now Houston. The white people came to try to burn it down and they got killed. The black men in Houston and went to with their parents. 
they do the founding of that by Wall Street, they did something called eminent domain, where the government can just say, we need to have, we're going to buy from you, get out of here. We need to have on policy as freemen a protected class where they cannot do that from their bullet. When they don't get us with a bullet, they get us with the most dangerous weapon there is with policies. So I'm not against termination, but I'm not leaving America. Uh, not the nation that my people built, protected, sustained. There were 50,000 inventions. So we're going to get reparations right here. Yeah. And we're going to be safe right no one afraid of what the white man might do. White racist people are going to do what they've always tried to do to us. And we are going to defeat them and we always defeat them. The fact that we're still here is proof that our people before us defeat them and protected their most precious possession. Alright, Black Ice, I know you want to keep up the debate, but we're going to have to wrap this segment up. Um, you can send... Uh, Marcel, a ticket to Black Black Icelandia. Once you get no, I just, I just, I just want to. I, I'm trying to get clarification real quick, Jay, because kind of saying similar things here. But his, I'm saying if, if America is your home, which is fine. If America is your home, is is it our homeland that we built up, which we did build this country up? But you still asking for a region of it. If if you put this whole country up, why are you not asking for the whole country? Oh, why no, I'm not asking. Over- no, no, no. My plan has us getting enclaves throughout all 50 states. That's a demand. What I'm saying is that we do need to have a region for political purposes. Hispanics have the West and Southwest. Asians have the Northwest. White Americans have the Midwest. The Northeast is a pretty diverse. We need to have the South so we can put on cold candidates in office easily to get the reparations. That's that's political strategy. Yeah. And every other group is doing it and we need to do it. All right, yeah. uh, 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 all right, Marcel. We're, uh, you're not gonna be able to convince Black Ice. Black Ice wants Black Icelandia. He wants <laughs> from California <laughs> to Maine. Okay, so but we appreciate you coming on the lunch break. Thank you've y'all. been a fantastic guest. Um, keep up the good work, everybody. Support uh, uh, Marcel Dixon on his next run. Marcel, you want to um, blast out any URLs or anything? I'm sure. MarcelforCongress.com slash donate. Listen, the only reason Clyburn won, outside of the fact that there were a lot of stuff showing this election was probably stolen, we'll talk about that on another interview. There's an article about it. Read it. But another reason, though, is I have to be able to reach people with the message, and that takes money. And if I don't have money, I can't reach people with the message. It's just no way to knock on every single person's door. Mass media exists for a reason. So, marcelforcongress.com slash donate. Is that the number four or F-O-R? Uh, that's F-O-R. We're, we're pinning, we got yeah, our, our moderator. Our moderator that works in a Nigerian sweatshop put it in the, the chat. So, all <laughs> right. Well. So, once again, thanks, Marcel. Have a good one. Thank Take you. care, brother. I appreciate right. it. Hey, <laughs> he cut the man off. He's saying bye. <laughs> yeah and that was awesome man that was a yeah. that was really good he came with the energy he came with the, do you, how do you feel black ice you still want black icelandia after this i still feel like he he asked him for policies and not power that, that's what i had disagreement about i do believe in separation yeah and i i believe that too but i feel like he's still saying that you still want to work you still want to live with the enemy and then to me that's not going to work if you it's proven in the past that doesn't work so we're, like, we're on the same celestial body as the enemy. Yeah, so no matter saying, what. So, 
No, what I'm just saying is like, okay, you trying to say you want to take over a region and not the whole country. Like, like you still letting the enemy still be here. Like any other country, when a new regime comes in, what they do with the old regime? That's what I'm saying. The example you used, Israel, the enemy is still there. They just gave them b- better guns. But I don't want to hold up our uh, uh, our next segment up uh, any any longer. So we're going to I'm gonna hit y'all with a couple coffee. Right so I'm bringing on Gak is here. I don't. How do you pronounce? Do you pronounce it Gak or Gas? Gak. C hard C. Okay, yeah, yeah. My whole name. You, you, you have it. Yes. I have, to, I have to go back to Nickelodeon days. So, George, there's this uh um Sony's blocking games on Game Pass. This is uh some Goodness, uh, allegations going on. What are your thoughts on this? Well, it's uh it actually came up as like a result from Microsoft buying um Microsoft buying Activision. So Activision and Sony are getting into a like basically a debate with the federal government because if they buy call of duty they're basically buying the biggest game franchise which is hitting uh what's it called which is going to hit um which is going to hit the bottom line of sony so therefore sony is trying to say like okay if you want to put the stuff on our platform it can't be on any other platform which is game pass so it's like a, a little trace war that they're having yeah, I, I personally, if Microsoft wants to buy everybody up, they have no, uh, they have no business getting mad at Sony for blocking games on Game Pass. They want to buy up all these developers. They're gonna end up ruining all these great franchises because they don't know what the heck they're doing. They don't know how to run a software company. They got lucky with Windows and Office, and and they're gonna ruin Xbox. So I feel that I, well. Xbox, like I said in the last program, the Xbox's biggest plan is to be like the Netflix of gaming. Like that's what Game Pass is ultimately be, that they're not trying to be a software company, like a hardware company anymore. Xbox is just basically, Xbox is just basically the brand of Xbox, like iOS, where you need a MacBook or something. Like they're trying to make an ecosystem, Xbox ecosystem. And through that, through that, through that plan, they're just buying up a whole bunch of studios and tell them, okay, make your Call of Duties, make your Activision, make everything that you're supposed to do. Right. Make sure, make sure that they, they get they get all the money, kind of like Apple. Apple does. See, the thing is, Microsoft is trying to make a service. They're they're following they're following that model where everything could be a service, everything could be a subscription, and they want to make uh they want to make uh gaming a subscription service that's hardware agnostic it's not gonna work no one that's making triple a games is gonna want to put put on a subscription service so well sony is is actually doing the same thing with the release of spider-man on pc so they're kind Mm. of moving towards like platform agnostic but not as hard as xbox where xbox is really like okay we're done with consoles we're not a gaming console anymore we're a gaming ecosystem basically so you don't necessarily need to buy an, an xbox console you mm-hmm. can just you can play it on your PC, you can play it on your phone, you can play it on the cloud, you can play it wherever. As long as you're putting money in our pockets, we don't care where you play. But the thing about that is like Netflix, it's sort of similar to Netflix where they're producing a lot of crap, but right. nobody's really like getting that crap. Like it's just crap. Like they're not it's quality control issues because in order to have a big ecosystem and like 
in order to have a big ecosystem you have to have a lot of product so therefore right. a lot of things has to come out therefore quality like like god of war if god of war came out every year like call of duty it won't be as great as it'll just be another standard hack and slash game yeah i i i feel like my my two cents is i get it because consoles uh you lose money on the actual hardware you know so i could i could see how they want to get out of the hardware business but um i just don't think that these these type of services are are not going to survive unless unless you have like a service where um it's hardware agnostic but mm. you're going to pay 60 dollars for a game in that event it'll work but game pass is only going to be for b-level titles or something that already made a return on investment and i personally don't feel like i don't see any problem in it but i'm a sony fanboy ever since xbox one mm-hmm. i've been a sony fanboy i used to be hardcore microsoft i had the first xbox i was in the house dun, 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 dun. but after <laughs> xbox one when they came out with the vcr that just happened to play games i was like y'all can have it you you're converted <laughs> Well, I mean, like like you said, Sony has been giving exclusives that are just been top tier. Last of Us One, Last of Us Two is debatable. Ghost of Tsushima's, um, Spider Man. I just mentioned it. They're making Spider Man Two. They're doing a Wolverine game. They're doing the yeah. God of War sequel, mm-hmm. and they're just they're really ramping up the exclusive. And they just bought Bungie. They bought In- Insomniac, which. Insom- even though Insomniac always worked for Sony, they were never a Sony studio. So yeah. now Sony was, so now that like, it, and it all started with Microsoft. When Microsoft buying uh, Id and uh, Bethesda, Sony mm. was like, oh shoot, we might get out the game because a lot of third parties, because as soon as like, for example, The Outer Worlds 2 is not going to be on PlayStation. And that was a big game for Bethesda and stuff like that. That game that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was born and so they can have that. Xbox, right? So okay, well, well, we really appreciate you, um, mm-hmm. um, George. When's the when's the next game night? The next game night is actually next week, Friday. It's going to be Road Company. It's a free to play uh, shooter. Um, download it, try it out. Make sure you come on the site. Well, we love to have you around. And also, the code is every Friday. Mm-hmm. Me and my co-host, who's currently not here, Duke. We always play our set of games. Duke is finishing Mass Effect One, and I just play a random bunch of games. So, mm-hmm. thank you for having me on. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your day. See you later. We're trying to get right. Black Eyes on it, but he goes to sleep too early. <laughs> <laughs> See you, in George. Facts. <laughs> hey, okay, la- the final final segment of the day. Let's hit y'all with some. Uh, uh, what happened to the raw steak? You're right, yeah. Right. I don't want to be the raw steak. Right. Well, <laughs> that's it's the main the course. I can't put the main course graphic on. Before we, before we go, man. Hey, hey, where, where's he at? Uh, old school, man. You need to call up, man. You gonna come with this energy? You gotta. I gave you yeah. the link. You gotta get on if you gonna come he with this energy. Man. Look, hey, bro. Man, look. Where that? If you are gonna come with that smoke, you gotta be ready to take it all the way. It's okay to have no, the no, smoke. No, 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 no. Call it two minutes or you blocked. Area <laughs> oh, code. Yeah, you gotta. Hey, old school man. I, I, I love the opinions, but if you are gonna come with the, like this level of energy, man, you gotta hop on. Yeah, you gotta say yeah. it with your chest and get online. Uh, get online. Get your face up on this joint. At least get your voice on here. Right. Especially hey, if you call I'm people here. tethers. Because this this one of the things about this tether 
it's like a lot of people created their own akata okay right. call it everybody tethers because they don't disagree or you find out they they come from a different place then you're calling them tether not everybody's a freaking tether there's so many people here mm -hmm. that are black that are on code that they're not tethers tethers right. are non-black american coons uh but since you ran uh you ran bro and that's it you ran yeah so we're gonna move on to more important <laughs> topics you could you're welcome to come back but you need to hop on next time you come in with that smoke Most be, a, man, be a yeah. real nigga be a real nigga about you all right so last segment is the white man's isis colder okay mm. and the 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 reason i'm bringing this up is because everybody named mama is getting banned on twitter hold on they got a comment let's see if that's old school Oh, ran is an understatement. Yeah, G Mummy, I also saw you talk about how y'all you kept cheating <laughs> for, for your jokes. I saw that. <laughs> Jay's taking but, notes. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, she got she got some jokes for me. Same with Jerry Bun. Jerry Bun can't stop calling me ashy. But to get back on um, point, there's everybody is getting banned on Twitter, mm. and there was this this Twitter thread going on where. If if you remember our program from two weeks ago, we talked about the Power 106 pull-up. Oh, shit. I got all this shit. Man. So we talked about the Power 106 pull-up, okay? Mm. And and the person that started the Power 106, um, was her name was uh, Nowhere Dose. Mm -hmm. So Nowhere Dose was recently suspended from Twitter, which happens to every black person when they start talking anything on here. And and we, as we can see, the, one of the hosters said, no, no, nowhere dose suspension is putting everyone on a notice. We need to create secondary accounts. And people are saying, this is my second card already. I got permanently suspended. Someone wow. else is like, nah, I got two accounts, a clean facing one for and one for dirty propaganda purpose. We got black people on here talking about how they have multiple accounts on Twitter right when are y'all gonna be tired of making secondary accounts on twitter man there's black alternatives out here right Why yeah you can what all you need is one to six zeros account yeah yes that's, <laughs> that's all you need one six zeros account but you should reply like, you should you should reply to everybody in that thread jay and i said what is it gonna take you to get on a black platform right and i didn't get a response it's like this this is the this that white man's ISIS coder like black people we are the ones that make these platforms remember who made clubhouse mm -hmm. hot who made all these other platforms hot who got the best jokes on these things who got the best content it's mm -hmm. us but y'all keep running to these platforms over and over and over and over again trying to get accepted there when you got black mm -hmm. alternatives you have a black alternative right here with six zeros and and many of these people that are in that comment thread know about six zeros they yeah. don't post on six zeros they just make more and more accounts on twitter and they're gonna keep talking about this being this perpetual victim status where it's mm -hmm. like i can't collaborate with other black people because every time i talk black i get banned it's like nigga, you could talk to other black people on six zeros exactly. and plan whatever you're trying to plan without getting <laughs> banned and you won't do it so obviously your goal is not to unite with other black people yeah that's what i'm gonna say yeah well when when you look at uh the condition of a uh, a lot of us is 
we, 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 we've been kind of infantilized over the years. And so oftentimes, just like, you know, we use the term white daddy, you know, you the, the, these black folk want to be on these platforms like Twitter, like Facebook, so that they can be noticed by, by these white folk. They, not because they just want to collaborate, uh, collaborate with, with black folk. They want to argue with white folk. They want to convince them. They want to get earn their sympathy. They want to be seen. And if the white man ain't on it, they don't want nothing to do with it. And yet they're the main ones that will talk like they are 10 toes down, but always gotta be where the white man is. We should, we really should not care about uh, the white man and his opinion. Yeah, and, really and, and, and that's why we need our own separate nation. <laughs> <laughs> where will they learn? <laughs> <laughs> But, 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 I had to pull up Marcel. I got to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> but, but man, we, we, we really need to. One big thing that I want to see more in the black community is breaking away from trying to have dialogue with the white man. We try to be, we've tried to have dialogue for hundreds of years. We've been trying to convince them for hundreds of years. They're not going to give up what they got to be cool with you because they could be cool with you and treat you treat, treat you like a uh, gum under their shoe and still and you'll still come back begging for more mm -hmm. we've got to stop that 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 line of behavior and go on six zeros.net and have these conversations uh, uh and don't just, actually, and just don't sign up don't just sign up post and have these conversations <laughs> that will actually be able to better black uh black people keep the conversation black and push us forward as a people Yes, don't just sign up. Oh. <laughs> some six, some six of y'all is H. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a start. It's a start. A lot of y'all man won't even give a black-owned platform one post a day. It's yeah. like too much to ask. But uh, y'all yeah. be on Twitter all damn day with four accounts, five accounts. The reason why I started six zeros because I got banned on Twitter like three times. I was like, you know what? Y'all can have y'all little cesspool um um y'all could have it i'm gonna make my own and it's here today uh mm -hmm. keith weston says salute to black eyes for keeping that barrel smoking with his point of separation appreciate it keith. For black eyes. <laughs> somebody gets it <laughs> but every no one agree with separation you just be just you be using crazy examples you be using no you know crazy examples to me us just trying to integrate with the enemy I'm not trying to beg for like, yo. Let me just say in your neighborhood. I just, I just want my own neighborhood within within your within your city. No, man. This, if I built it, I want the whole thing. There, there is so much smoke within this conversation. This, <laughs> yeah. is, like, this is like Mount Vesuvius. Yes. We can't we can't unload all of this in just yes. one one broadcast. And it's only it's been an hour and fifteen. Yeah, but I, but I do want to say this about Marcel, and, and I and I wish I had a chance to tell him tell him this personally because somebody cut us off. But you know that's a different story. <laughs> But, but I do appreciate Marcel. One thing I do like about him running and running on the Red Versus platform, because it, it is a conversation now. Yeah. And he's bringing awareness to it. Yeah. So even though I may disagree of how you're going to get those reparations, this is the fact that this is a topic of conversation I had to give props on. Yeah, because, I mean, look, it went as far as being uh, 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 an episode, even though it was written by a white woman, right, an on episode Atlanta. on Atlanta. Right. So, you know, yeah. so it goes to show how much of an impact uh, 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 his role in the conversation is having. Right. <laughs> it's key funny. <laughs> he toast. <laughs>
What what is is this a, a Hebrew Israelite joke? No, <laughs> I, I mean I, I'm not aware. Don't, don't hate Jay. This they, is something, bro. They didn't tell me about the eat toast joke. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm out the loop. <laughs> I, I think no, he's I at like work this. and he's hungry. <laughs> he's he's uh he's smelling the mickey d's and he's like yeah he's getting hungry uh g mummy says she don't fit the norm i don't have any accounts uh well you need to get on six zeros you slipping and mm-hmm. and real quick before we sign out i just want to share something with you guys real quick look at this this is why y'all need to get off of twitter we we're, we're building our own platform guys mm-hmm. this and is gonna be clean yeah, hey Jerry, but can you can you drop the link to uh, the beta test? So we're currently running a beta test uh, for the Six Zeros mobile app, and we want anyone and everyone to sign up for the beta test. Um, the The form to fill out is only four questions. I, I don't want to put too much friction between you and this mobile app. Mm-hmm. So you sign up for the public beta test. We'll send you a link. You can download the Six Zeros mobile app. And then it's very easy to submit feedback. And also, what we're going to do starting next week is at Keith and Black Ice are going to be conducting usability tests. Mm-hmm. So they're going to ask you five, how to complete five separate tasks, right? And we're going to see how you do that. We're not going to coach you ahead of time. We want to see how in- intuitive it is for you all to do it. And then we're going to use that as feedback to make that better leah i'll give you since you said it's looking fly i'm gonna show you around too let's go look at that look at martin lawrence just keeping it blackety black mm-hmm. <laughs> he posts once a day y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's the six zeros mobile app now now you really got the, a lot of y'all had an excuse like i'm not posting there's no mobile app it's it's here now yeah it's coming you got you got to find another excuse thank you leah appreciate the feet uh um that so pardon thoughts man my part we'll start with uh chrome dome over here <laughs> yo uh, you've been sitting on it man you've been sitting on it yeah right 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 yeah you know i, I appreciate tonight's uh broadcast it was, it was a uh it was a pleasure talking to marcel and mm-hmm. and just having the conversation because you know we always said on, on our own platform like we're not here for everybody had the same uh, state of mind here. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I said, we both want reparations. Uh, we, we all know we want it for our people. We may have disagreements on how we achieve that, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, I think you know, I think we both want what's best for our people. There's nothing wrong with that. But I enjoyed the back and forth. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, it it was a really fun conversation. Uh, it was good to, uh, um, I, I guess, on the point of. Um, uh, uh, FBA versus uh, non-FBA. It was a, it, it's a conversation that definitely needs to be have. I, I think there's more nuance to look into as well, and there definitely needs to be more reaching out across the aisle. You know, as far as people that are non-FBA not coming to America and and acting like you're better than the black folk here, because at the end of the day, we all share the, share, uh, the same skin. We all got the same plight. So. Uh, 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 you know, I, I just hope to see more uh, unity and and I guess uh, le- less tether dropping in the future. <laughs> you know, hopefully on both sides we we, we got less tether dropping, less akatas, and less Yankees going around in the black community. Because at the end of the day, we're all black, and we're all yeah. Uh, uh, I agree with energy. that. 
I, I agree with that, man. I, I, I want to hear less tethers. Um, I, I, I'm sick of that word already. It's being, it's being t- taken out of context and used mm-hmm. inappropriately. And just like so you know, uh, we ain't, we ain't gonna tolerate that. On like, if you call it a, a, a non-black American coon a tether on six zeros, you cool. You just blindlessly flinging it out. Yeah, it probably might get warned here or there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We really want a, an inclusive community for all uncold black people. If you're on code and you're black and you're a free thinker, six zeros is here for you. That mobile app is for you. But my part in thought is just more unity and more mm-hmm. action, less yeah. talking. Like these like, like dudes on Twitter. Cool. You said what? They old school. <laughs> you know, like like a lot of talking, but no action. We invited you to the show. Back. I don't even know what he's talking about. This went over my. Is this from like 1995? No, old school. He was. He came with the smoke, but he disappeared. He gave sent him a link. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, I, he I erased him out of my head already. Yeah, this got a memory of a goldfish. <laughs> I, I, I erase irrelevant things. I erase. Yeah. If if you have if you don't have the testicular fortitude to stand on what you say, you're automatically deleted from my my brain. Um. And thank you, Jerry Ball, for posting the link again. I know you're busy crocheting a quilt, um, <laughs> but I appreciate you post that link again. But my parting thoughts is more action, less words, man. Mm-hmm. If you can't do the bare minimum, if you can't even support the black people around you, you're just babbling. I want to yeah. see us just double down on our efforts, man. Um, and also, let's not be... Um, so negative sometimes like if we're making incremental progress let's at least clap and let's let's push for further progress like for instance the power 106 the first day there was like six people there next day it was 25 a lot of people got upset about that they were like it's not 2,000 black people out there at least there was more okay yeah at least there was more so we're making forward progress um G Mummy says squirrel. I don't know what she's talking about. She needs to take her medication. Jerry Bud said that's an insult to the goldfish. Um, <laughs> that's cold blooded, Jerry. And then uh, I believe because the main age community hates us equally as black people, that is very true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. And G Mummy, stop saying you're on vacation. You just logged out of Uber Eats, okay? <laughs> and with that said, um, we're going to go to ads. We descend from a line of warriors fighting relentless battles for justice. When the odds are against us, we do not bend, nor do we break. We stand tall and fight hard, but we are six zero. If you want genuine black conversation that's uncompromised, unfiltered, join six zeros.net today. Jay? Yes. I love Six Zeros. I'm so excited there's a site where we can finally talk about Black issues. When's the last time you posted? Um, well, you know, the way my phone is set up. You're clearly not that excited about Six Zeros. Have a great day. Oh, my God. I just know O's going to come back at the end of the damn broadcast, bro. Oh, he did? Where is he at? He's right there. Bro. Hey, 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 hey old school, oh, hop on, man. Yo, bro, call Dale. Dial in, bro. You gotta call in, man. Hey, Cleophis, hop on, man. What's your name? 
Hey, it's all love, man. Come on. Yeah, come on, Pop Cletus. On. I, you, I, I guess his name. Yeah, they ain't old school. I mean, his name probably Cletus or some stuff. <laughs> hey, Cletus. The, the, the link to the chat. Well, I'm going to play the second ad yeah, while we wait for you to hop on. <laughs> My name is Black Ice, and I'm Akees, and we're the Black Narrative. We are a Black First and Hebrew Israelite channel on YouTube that broadcasts live every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every week, we discuss controversial issues and challenge false narratives that are fed to black people through mass media. We share our research through videos and encourage uncomfortable conversations amongst the black community. Look at the Black Narrative on YouTube or go to our website, www.theblacknarrative.tv. Shalom. Bro, why you click the damn link, bro? He thought he was slick, bro. Yeah, he gonna slide it in the end of the podcast. He break. No, bro. No, bro. Old school hop on, bro. No, bro. Oh, man. You got to hop on now, brother. You oh, gotta... my God. Come on, man. Yeah, Come old school, I mean, man. Come on, bro. He had it typed up, and he waited to the very end to hit enter. He, he went, man. <laughs> oh, you he thought wrong, bro. He went into the commercial break. He went into the commercial break. He went into the commercial break. He came back. He read your shit. <laughs> Come on, Clyde. Hop on. Oh, Come on, Cletus. Come on, bro. Get this oh, work, bro. bro. Old school oh, niggas, when you say call up, they're like, I don't know how to work this thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you've been on fine the whole episode. Oh, now bro. You're all oh, bro. oh, no. I, I don't know how to send a text message. But <laughs> you know how to be on YouTube. <laughs> right. you oh, man. Dropping comments. Yeah. Oh, over here. Right. Essays in the comments. No, oh, no. bro. Man. But, but to wrap it up, hey, old school. One thing that we have to realize as black people is we're not always going to agree. As I said, like I think five episodes ago, white people got like a hundred think tanks. They got, they got, they got like think about think about all the the the, the things they got. They got like NATO. They got the UN. They got mm-hmm. the Heritage Foundation. They got the Project for a New American Century. They have all these this different hierarchy of ideas. Yeah. And they all come together, you know, and they have these mega conferences like the Bilderberg Conference. They get mm-hmm. the World Economic Forum. They don't all agree. The World Economic Forum does not agree what like the UN from a kind of global standpoint. They do not always agree. But what yeah. they all agree on is that white people is going to be running something. Mm-hmm. That's what they agree on. White people going to be running it, but they don't agree with how they're going to run it. And that's what you got to understand. You might not agree with what Black Ice is saying, but Black Ice is saying black people need to be sovereign. We have to be the ability to control our own destiny. We -hmm. need to have the ability to determine how we want to be. That's a black man that's saying that. So Mm -hmm. how is that counter to you? If that offends you. Hell, Malcolm X said it. So you you call Malcolm X a title talk? Malcolm X said the exact same thing. Yeah, but he's old school, so he's by one of them old niggas that work to get him killed. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. What be comfortable with disagreeing, yeah, disagreement. Don't we are never gonna be a hive mind? I don't want to be a hive hive mind with a lot of y'all, but you shouldn't expect us to be a hive mind. You should expect black people to challenge each other. But as long as we have that common goal, right. that we have a common enemy we have a, a common 
uh, idea about what we need to do about it. Everything mm. else is in the wash. I don't care if you like hats. I don't care if you like fedoras. Right. I don't care if you like wearing suits. I don't care if you like anchovies or avocado toast. I don't care. As long as we are on the same. I don't even care if you like skinny jeans. I like tapered jeans myself. But as long <laughs> as you you ready to ride when it's time to ride, mm -hmm. we all good. And with that said, I'm going to give you all some jazz music. Have a wonderful night. And old school, you better hop on next time. Stop being a coward, nigga. Yeah.